Experience a full mind, body, and spirit approach to living your best life. Learn how to achieve optimal health, wealth, and happiness. This is your journey to wellness and abundance. You are listening to Mind Over Matters with your host, Dr. Amy harris Nuon of the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show and happy holidays. My name is Dr. Amy harris Nuon. I'm your host. As you know, I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialization in functional health and wellness. I'm also a certified wellness instructor, best-selling author and speaker, and the director for the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness located in Bloomingdale, Illinois. As you know, the purpose of the show is to get you thinking about how powerful your mind is and what you can do right now to change your life for the better. So this show, Mind Over Matters, is going to challenge you to think differently about how your physical health can be improved, the health of your relationships, the level of day-to-day happiness, even your financial well-being. All of these areas can be dramatically improved by taking a more holistic approach to your life. So my goal is to educate and empower you to live a life by design, a life on purpose and with passion and, of course, positive results. So to that end, here we are at that time of the year, right, where we talk about giving. I know the last show I did last week's show was focused on some really thoughtful gifts. But we've all heard questions before, like, what do you give the person who seems to have everything? Or what can I give my partner that's really going to make him or her feel special? You know, it's a time when we're, you know, full of questions and sometimes full of doubt. So today's show is actually a follow-up from last week's show that focused on ways to be thoughtful, to give gifts with meaning and value. I want to specifically focus on what you can give your partner or your loved one on this show. A great author, Elizabeth Foy Larson, has compiled a list of six great gifts to share with your partner that are designed to strengthen your love and relationship for many years to come, not just for the season. So whether you're making a return to these gestures or engaging in some of these quote unquote gifts for the first time, you can be assured that these gifts will make a lasting impact from increasing the emotional intimacy in your relationships to setting the stage for a lifetime of love and commitment. So welcome to the show, The Gifts That Keep Giving. So the the author, Elizabeth Foy Larson, starts out by saying, at the beginning of most relationships, Tokens of affection, whether they be love letters, playlists, spontaneous weekends away, help cement a couple's sense of connection. But those random acts of infatuation often wane as a relationship matures. Even finding the right gift for birthdays and holidays can start to feel like a chore. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I I absolutely agree. Sometimes we're left scratching our head thinking, gosh, you know, what can I do to make this special? So the author goes on to say, But a gift-giving mentality becomes even more important as a relationship evolves, and some of the very best presents can't be wrapped. They're the thoughts and gestures that come straight from the heart and can transform a good partnership into a truly great one. Quote, one thing that stands out in the research is that the actions you perform are the most important, end quote, says Gay Hendricks, PhD. He's the co-author with his wife, Karen Hendricks, of Conscious Loving, The Journey to Co-Commitment. Quote, a lifetime of dedication and gift giving will take your relationship to the next level, end quote. So this time of year, when presents are in everyone's mind, is the perfect opportunity to transform your relationship from good to great or from great to greater by giving your partner one of these six very important gifts. And I'm just going to pause here and say, 
I absolutely agree. I found that in my own relationships, whether they be intimate relationships or relationships with friendships, and certainly when I've worked with individuals and couples, you know, in my therapeutic practice and coaching practice, one of the best ways to strengthen a relationship is to start thinking about what you can do to give to that relationship and move your thinking beyond the day-to-day things. So let's dive right in and talk about those gifts. The first gift, what she calls gift number one, is learn your partner's love language. The author says, each of us wants to feel loved by our partner and wants our partner to feel loved by us. The challenge for many couples, according to Gary Chapman, PhD, author of the five love languages, is the way one person shows love often isn't the way the other person intuitively feels it. And I'm just going to say, this particular book, The Five Love Languages, has been a great tool uh, here in our private practice for many, many years. It's not a new book. It's one of those books that I think, you know, will absolutely stand the test of time because it helps us to understand what it is about our partner that makes them feel loved. Okay. So the author says one partner, for example, may experience physical affection as love, while the other experiences help with the household chores as the ultimate token of affection. And the, they, they are, in essence, speaking different languages. Quote, the miscommunications aren't a matter of not having good intentions, says Dr. Chapman. They're a matter of not touching the heart of emotions of the other person. Most of us grew up learning the emotional language of our parents, Dr. Chapman explains, and we become confused and upset when our partner doesn't understand us. Dr. Chapman advises that couples identify what he calls their love languages and share with them, you know, and share with each other to get past miscues or misunderstanding. And if you're not sure which of the following five best describe you, take Chapman's love language quiz to figure out your type. So again, I just want to say the name of the book is The Five Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. He also suggests identifying what you most demand of your spouse. Quote, the thing you have most often requested is likely the thing that would make you feel the most loved, he notes. These are Chapman's five love languages. So if you're not familiar with five love languages, I'm going to go through them right now. And the author uh, did a great job. The first one is words of affirmation, what I sometimes call words of affirmation or words of admiration. Some people experience love most directly through warm words, whether they're compliments or encouragements. Quote, I appreciate that you found a babysitter for tonight, or I know you can run that 10K. Whether or not words of affirmation are your primary love language, research suggests that supportive comments help couples develop a sense of we-ness, a feeling that enhances satisfaction with one's partnership. The next love language is quality time. So if this is your primary love language, you want your partner's undivided attention. It's important to you to have time together without distractions where you can nurture conversations and enjoy activities together. Quality time, according to Dr. Chapman, helps couples build reserves of positive memories, which are linked to increased marital stability and satisfaction. The third love language is gifts. Actual presents have their place on the spectrum of relationship gift giving too. The key to speaking this love language, however, has nothing to do with the price tag. It's all about making your partner feel understood. This could be a store-bought bracelet or a beautiful rock you pick up on a hike or watercolor you paint. These kinds of gifts demonstrate that you've been paying attention and that you really see who your partner is and what they love. I'm just going to pause here. 
and, and say that uh, hopefully some of this is resonating with some of you. Because the thing is, as we learn to understand our partner's love language, and as we make it a point to help our partner understand our love language, we're going to be much more likely to be on the same page and, and, and get those needs met. So, you know, again, I want to encourage you, if you've not already done this, and you can take this quiz online, too. You can just type in five languages quiz on Google, and uh, it's pretty short. Uh, you can answer for yourself. You can certainly, you know, uh, answer what you think your partner might be uh, doing, but it would be best if you have your partner take the quiz directly. And then have some time, you know, set aside some time to actually go over the answers, okay? Because that's going to help you to, again, get on the same page. Um, otherwise, you're likely to continue to run into these miscues or miscommunications that set you both up for not just feeling frustrated, but feeling unloved as well. So stick around. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about the six best gifts that you can give your partner, specifically gift number one, the five love languages. Do you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working? or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take, we can help. At the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, we offer Transcranial Magnetic Stimulation, or TMS. TMS is a safe and effective, drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life. In fact, the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood, with many achieving complete remission. TMS uses MRI technology to gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. TMS is FDA approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400. Or visit us online at thecifhw.com. A complete solution for your joint pain is here and without surgery. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damage restoring normal function, even walk out the same day. It's the only treatment center in Illinois offering a one-year guarantee for this procedure. Trust the thousands of patients who got their life back. Call us today or visit thecifhw.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mind Over Matter. So I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harrison, and you're listening to our show titled today, the gifts that keep giving. If you've missed any of the show, you can check out a rebroadcast on our website. It is www.thecifhw.com. Again, thecifhw.com. You can also check out a replay on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash the CIFHW. Hey, I want to encourage you to tune in to our weekly wellness webinars Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central. Again, on our Facebook page. Uh, join me for one of our upcoming webinars, including the impact of hormones on thyroid functioning. You know, more and more people are having thyroid uh, dysfunction these days. In fact, uh, I think it's increased 20 times in the last 10 years. So I um, really want to encourage you to listen to that one. 
also resolving mental health disorders and cognitive decline with transcranial magnetic stimulation. TMS has been shown to be used off-label successfully to treat a lot of conditions, including depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, Alzheimer's, uh, Parkinson's. We've used TMS here for uh, well over eight years to treat a variety of things, and I will tell you, I've not seen any treatment quite like transcranial magnetic stimulation, even chronic pain. Also, stress hormones in your immune system. As uh, our lifestyles become more stressful and uh, more unhealthy, more and more people are experiencing immune-related uh, disorders. It certainly makes us much more vulnerable to infection as well. So um, all of this can be found on our Facebook wellness webinars every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central. Also want to encourage you to check out ti22nutrition.com for all your plant-based supplement needs for stronger bodies and stronger minds. TI22 stands for titanium. I will tell you, TI22 Nutrition is proud to offer pure pharmaceutical-grade CBD hemp oil for energy and relaxation. Um, some of the best, highest quality GMP products can be found on TI22Nutrition.com. So thank you uh, for tuning in again to the show. We want to make you, you know, um, uh, feel, you know, uh, empowered to make positive changes in your relationship. So we're talking about you know, the gifts that keep giving this holiday season and beyond. And I'm reviewing a really great article by author Elizabeth Foy Larson that talks about gifts that are, are meant to position you to increase emotional intimacy, satisfaction, love, and even greatness within your relationships. And, and again, I want to encourage you to think about sharing some of these gifts, you know, with more people in your life. Certainly some of them should be reserved only for your partner or significant other but they extend you know, well into other relationships. So the first gift is learning your partner's love language. On the last segment, I talked about Dr. Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages, which I have used as a reference tool in my practice here for many, many years. And the five love languages are number one, words of affirmation, number two, quality time, number three, gifts. The fourth one, it's called acts of service. You may have heard me talk about my love languages. Well, my first love language is acts of service. This love language emphasizes doing things you know your partner would like you to do, like making dinner or changing the cat litter, or taking out the dogs, paying the bills. These acts show your partner that you notice what's going on and you want to help. And I will tell you, in my clinical experience as well as my personal experience that this is a primary love language for a lot of women you'll hear you'll hear you know women say you know i just can't get the help i need or i wish he or she would really you know step up if additions need to be done notice that they need to be done and just take care of them i shouldn't have to ask so a little insight for some of you um Acts of service tends to be a primary love language for many women, not all, but many. So uh, ho hopefully you know, you're tuning into that. And then the fifth uh, love language is physical touch, back rubs, holding hands, deep hugs, kisses, putting your arm around your partner, making love, excitable sex, those kind of things. For some people, physical intimacy is the signal of love and affection. If your primary love language is physical touch, nothing will say I love you more than being held or touched. And again, I'm, I'm going to say within my clinical experience, this tends to be a high ranking love language for most men. Okay. Again, just to give you a little insight, you know, 
you've probably heard it yourself. You, you, you know, your partner, you know, or, or your husband or whomever might say, you know, what, she never wants to have sex anymore. Or, you know, it's like I have to pull teeth for us to, you know, connect and have a date night. So learn your partner's love languages because these really do help build emotional intimacy as well as physical intimacy. So let me just review them real quick. Words of affirmation, that's, you know, being complimentary or being encouraging, okay? That tends to be a primary love language for a lot of men as well, you know. Um, quality time, you know, spending time with your loved one. Gift giving or receiving gifts, rather. Acts of service, helping out, being thoughtful about those things. And physical touch, touch, not just sex, but physical touch. And so just to kind of give you a little insight about, uh, about, you know, my love languages, not that I'm asking you to be in a relationship with me, just, you know, just kidding, but quality time and acts of service. Cause what you'll find is that if you take the time to take that quiz, and again, I'm going to encourage you and your partner to just go online, type in the five love languages quiz, take the quiz. You're going to find that you can rank order your primary love languages. So identify the top two for yourself, understand the top two for your partner, and then make it a point to start practicing speaking your partner's love language. Again, for me, it's quality time and acts of service. Okay. Um, acts of service tend to be number one, uh, quality time number two. Um, gifts is way low on you know my, my, my list. Um, words of affirmation are good, physical touch good, but my primary love language is the way that I feel loved, acts of service and quality time. And that could be different for you, it could be different for your partner. So really spend some time understanding what it is that you know your partner is trying to say to you and what you need to be saying to your partner. Because likely they're gonna be showing you love in the way they want to be loved. And this way, if you take the quiz, you know exactly what they're saying and they know exactly what you're saying. So gift number one, learn to speak your partner's love language. Gift number two, pursue passion. The author says passion often gets sidelined as a marriage or long-term relationship becomes more established, but there are far ranging benefits to bringing it back, says clinical psychologist David Snark, PhD, author of Intimacy and Desire, Awaken the Passion in Your Marriage. For starters, tapping into passion helps us discover more about who we are, which allows us to share more of ourselves with our partner. Quote, when we're the object of our partner's passion, it makes us feel desirable and desirous, says Dr. Snark. End quote. Passion also improves relationships by making people more tolerant of one another. Quote, when we think our partner likes us, we're much more forgiving of grievances, and we're also more tolerant of the inherent nicks and bruises of being in a relationship, the author says. He says, good sex has other benefits too. Orgasm increases levels of oxytocin, which is a hormone that boosts feelings of connection and trust. Higher oxytocin levels have also been linked to increased feelings of generosity, reduced stress, and improved cardiovascular health. And sex increases self-esteem. A five-year study of the University of Texas found that one of the reasons people have sex is to boost feelings of positive self-regard. If passion is in short supply in your life, Snark recommends these simple strategies. Number one, hugging to relax. Most hugs last an average of four seconds, says Dr. Snark. Extending a hug to 10 minutes without the pressure that it should lead to sex can be a way to reconnect with your partner. Quote, the, the focus of a 10-minute hug isn't about holding your partner, 
he explains, it's about putting your arms around your partner and calming yourself down. This calms the anxiety that separate people. All right, I'm just going to say 10-minute hug is going to be really, really, really hard for most people. So while I'm a fan of hugs, and I'm going to encourage you to move towards a 10-minute hug, realize that it might be super, super awkward if you're not someone that you know, tends to be comfortable demonstrating physical affection. Because a lot of people grow up in households where physical affection wasn't uh, demonstrated outwardly. Um, so you might have to grow into this. Maybe start with a minute. Maybe start with a minute and a half of those kind of things. Um, and the thing about sex, it's known to be the great equalizer. You know, Doc Snark talked about relieving stress. One of the fastest ways to relieve stress is to have sex. Okay, so not only is it good stress reliever, it's good for your heart. Obviously, it's good for the relationship. But I want to talk more about that when we come right back. So stick around. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damaged tissue, restoring normal function. The procedures were easy, comfortable, and left me feeling pain-free. I can dance, run, and jump again if I want to. Three decades of pain in my back and neck injuries I suffered in active duty. The doctor has me nearly 100% pain-free now, and I never thought that was possible. Trust the thousands who got their life back. Book an appointment today. Everyone, welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist, as well as an author and speaker. I'm also the director for the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, located in Bloomingdale, Illinois. If we can help you with your health and wellness, please give us a call, 630-980-1400. We are accepting new patients, and uh, we certainly are available for telehealth, as well as video visits, as well as in-person visits. I definitely want to encourage you to start making your health a priority. We're talking about gifts that will give for the rest of your life. And there's no greater gift to give to yourself or your loved one than the gift of health. Because the truth is, health is well. So if we can help you with any of your health issues, your physical, your mental, or emotional health, definitely give us a call. 630-980-1400. Or you can check us out online. It's www dot the cifhw.com also again want to encourage you to check us out online follow us on facebook and twitter um, check out our weekly wellness webinars they are designed to educate and empower you to take control of your life and there's so much good information in there that you will be able to make those very practical changes that will compound over time to literally help you restore your your good health okay we want to be your partners in in, in life for life in good health. Also, again, check out ti22nutrition.com for all your plant-based supplement needs. And then I want to continue to encourage you to get tested for COVID, okay? Um, although we are certainly learning to live with the different variants and life is going on, you know, people are still vulnerable to contracting COVID and to spreading it. So uh, make a really good decision for yourself, your family, your friends, your coworkers. If you're experiencing any symptoms, Go ahead and uh, get tested for COVID. All right, let's get back to the gifts that we'll give for a lifetime. It is the season to be gift giving, but the thing is, I want you to think about giving gifts that extend beyond the holidays and, and give gifts that will enhance your relationship and enhance your relationship with yourself as well as your life. So we're talking about an article 
titled The Six Best Gifts You Can Give Your Partner, written by Elizabeth Foy Larson. And uh, she talks about gift number one, learning your partner's love language. Gift number two is pursuing passion, right? You want to, you know, put yourself in a position where you can stoke those fires of passion instead of letting the flame completely die out. There are many, many health benefits as well as mental health benefits to connecting physically. A challenge, however, uh, is, is when, you know, uh, you've been raised in, in a family or, have, you know, where the attitudes about sex and physical intimacy maybe have not been healthy. Certainly our culture does not have a healthy attitude about sex and sexuality, although things are certainly changing and that's encouraging. And or you may not have been raised in a family where physical touch was openly demonstrated. And, and you may be with a partner where that's a primary love language, where they value sex, they value physical touch. So you're going to have to learn to bridge that barrier, if there is one, to get really, really comfortable engaging in physical touch and intimacy. So the author talks about pursuing passion and good sex. And, um, you know, one of the things that is important is, you know, learning to get comfortable demonstrating that physical touch. The author uh, quotes, you know, Dr. Snark, a psychologist that talks about, you know, certain things you can do to increase your level of physical intimacy, including sex. The first one is hugging to relax, right? You know, it's interesting to note as a sidebar, um, our levels of, of stress immediately decrease with a hug. You can take a pH strip in your, in your mouth, just, you know, kind of depress it on your tongue, take it out, measure your pH level before a hug and measure your pH level immediately after the hug. Usually there's a significant decrease in, in, in your stress levels, which is demonstrated by the change in pH. Uh, usually about a 7% decrease of stress uh, per hug, but the author is recommending hugging to relax, a 10 minute hug, which for most of us would be like 10 minutes. Oh my God, how awkward is that? But lean into it and learn to get more comfortable with it. The author also suggests one way to pursue passion is called heads on pillow. The uh, author says for many couples, it's tough to transition from washing the dishes to rolling around in the sheets. And that's why Dr. Snark advises partners to lie in bed with their clothes on and face each other with enough distance so they can clearly see each other's face. He says, hold hands, look at each other, and stay there for 10 minutes, he advises. Most people feel passion start to kick in when they're relaxed and lying down. And that is true. You know, that face-to-face that -face intimacy is going to allow you to relax and connect emotionally. And the more you can connect emotionally, the more likely you are to connect physically. And, and we've all got busy, hectic schedules, so I'm going to invite you to actually make it a priority to make time to have heads on pillow. Go up to, you know, go up to sleep 10, 15, 20 minutes early so you can specifically have time just to linger and enjoy each other's company. Check in with one another. That's really, really important. The author also suggests feeling while touching. Many couples develop the habit of touching each other without really feeling each other. Quote, it's very irritating to be touched by a partner when their touch feels mindless, like your partner's not invested and you're both being taken for granted, Dr. Snark says. Bring passion back to touch by connecting emotionally as well as physically. And you can do this by having each partner tune into what touching feels like. He suggests taking turns deliberately touching your partner and noticing how it feels to touch and be touched. 
Do this experiment once when each person is tuned into the experience and once when each person is tuned out. This helps both people understand the importance of really being in the moment, he says. Quote, when both people focus on the same spot at the same time, on opposite sides of the skin, it creates an electric sensation that is the byproduct of emotional attention. Um, when way back in my training as a psychologist, we were learning about a technique called sensate focus. And it was really uh, about, you know, uh, it was really a physical tool that couples can use to start learning each other's body and learning to connect physically and even become aroused without there being pressure of having sex is the end result. So, and that is just exploring your partner's body without any expectations other than being completely focused on your partner. So that is something I'm gonna suggest that you do again. As busy as we are, you're gonna have to make this a priority, okay? Go up to the bedroom early, take a shower, read, whatever it is your nightly routine is, but then deliberately spend some time exploring each other's body and help your partner explore your body. I like to say, nobody knows the roadmap of your body better than you. So rather than having your partner fumble, um, why not just give directions, you know, map it out for him or her. Tell them what you like. Tell them what touch feels good because you're much more likely to experience that, that physical intimacy, that emotional intimacy, and, and much less likely to be frustrated not getting what you really want if you're willing just to communicate openly and honestly about what feels good. So try this. Try the feeling while touching technique. Really spend some time touching your partner's body and really allow yourself to tune into how it feels, how your body feels when your partner is touching your body. Um, and without the expectation of sex initially, just, just get to know what it feels like to have that, 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 that intimate touch, you know, and explore different areas of your body, okay? There's so many erogenous zones in our body that go unexplored, that are absolutely wonderful that can totally put us in a position where we feel much more emotionally connected to our partner and certainly sets the stage to connect to our part partner physically, right, sexually, where we can continue to pursue that passion and, and, and not let everyday life and stress and responsibilities and bills and kids get in the way of killing what is so very uh, special and so very necessary for us on a very fundamental level fundamental, physical level, mental level, uh, emotional level, and for many people, spiritually fundamental too. So tune into that, all right? I really encourage you to pursue passion, not just this holiday season, but certainly beyond. But you might want to experiment with a little fun around the tree. All right, so stick around. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about gifts that keep giving. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harrison. you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working, or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take, we can help. At the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, we offer transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS. TMS is a safe and effective, drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life. In fact, the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood, with many achieving complete remission. TMS uses MRI technology to gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. 
TMS is FDA approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400. Or visit us online at thecifhw.com. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damaged tissue, restoring normal function. The procedures were easy, comfortable, and left me feeling pain-free. I can dance, run, and jump again if I want to. Three decades of pain in my back and neck injuries I suffered in active duty. The doctor has me nearly 100% pain-free now, and I never thought that was possible. Trust the thousands who got their life back. Book an appointment today. <laughs> Welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy harris Newon. As you know, I'm a book double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialization in functional medicine. I'm also a certified wellness instructor, best-selling author and speaker, and the director for the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. Welcome back to today's show. It is a cover of an article written by Elizabeth Foy Larson, and I titled it The Gifts That Keep Giving. If you missed any of the show, you can check out a rebroadcast on this great station, Dr. B, or Lady B, but you know, really, doctor, I, I should call you that because you are the doctor of production. Uh, I'm just going to say Lady B slash Dr. B does a great job of putting those shows up, um, as well as you can check it out on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash the CIFHW. And our website, www.cifhw.com. You know, I'm really carrying on, you know, some information, great information that we talked about on last week's show in terms of being thoughtful in your gift giving and, and giving gifts that have value. Well, same thing here, you know, rather than getting stumped, what am I going to do for, you know, my loved one for Christmas? Why don't you think about gifts that can give for the rest of your relationship? right? I, I want you to focus on what you can do to increase that level of physical and emotional intimacy. So we're talking about gifts that keep giving. The, the first gift is understanding and speaking your partner's love language. Again, I'm going to refer you to the five love languages book by Dr. Gary Chapman. Take the quiz online. Gift number two, pursue passion. Okay, especially now. People are busier and more stressed than ever before, but don't let yourself lose the passion in the relationship. Gift number three, allow space for solitude. The author says when author Laura Munson and her husband got married, their ceremony included a quote from the poet Rainier Maria Wilkie, which read in part, a good marriage is one in which each partner appoints the other to be the guardian of his solitude, and thus they show each other the greatest possible trust, end quote. After almost two decades of marriage, Munson's husband began to have doubts. But instead of begging him to stay, Munson took Wilkie's quote to heart and gave her husband the emotional space he needed to reflect and reconnect with himself. During an especially difficult stretch where her husband took up residence in another part of the house, Munson focused on trusting the process and her promise. Quote, if a person needs to reconnect with who they are, the greatest gift a partner can give is the gift of space, she says. It's a refueling time, end quote. Munson's story, 
which she recounts in her memoir, This Is Not the Story You Think It Is, A Season of Unlikely Happiness, is a dramatic example of how powerful the gift of solitude can be. Giving your partner the gift of time not only helps repair relationships, but can transform them from good to great. Time apart, whether it's a night out with friends, a quiet morning alone, or a solo weekend away, helps your partner get in touch with their needs, interests, and priorities. And it allows them to more authentically share them with you. And finally, making room for mutual solitude also helps you stay grounded in your own well-being. And this makes you a better partner too. Okay, I'm just going to add here that, you know, as humans, fundamentally, we all have the same needs. But we have them in different degrees. You know, some people have a higher degree need for solitude. Some people have a lower degree need for solitude. I'm someone that definitely values and needs my personal space within my relationships. Um, my partner, you know, uh, values quality time. That's one of her you know, primary love languages. And she doesn't have as high of a need for individual time or solitude as I do. So again, it kind of comes back to understanding what your partner's needs are. And if need for individual space is one of them, absolutely move beyond any fears or doubts or, or discomfort you may have or insecurities even um, and allow them the time for space. Okay. Gift number four, don't skimp on time together. This kind of goes back to quality time, right? The author says some solitude is healthy, but as with all things, balance is key. Too much can weaken a relationship by creating separate spheres of interest, which can lead to couples having less and less in common over time. After all, we tend to fall and stay in love with the person we have the most fun with. That's why relationship expert Willard F. Hardley, Jr., Ph.D., advises couples to do the things they enjoy the most together. Couples who spend their most enjoyable time together tend to have great marriages, he says. And, 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 and I've studied Dr. Hardley's work for the past 25, 28 years, and really... It is fundamental stuff, right? We are drawn to people we have similar interests to. So why not make it a part or a part of a meaningful part of your relationship to spend time together doing the things you love? For for me and my wife, it's it's golf, it's hiking, it's fishing, it's you know, watching football, it's it's having a great meal, it's sometimes just you know, it being loungy and watching some TV. It can be dogs with, you know, uh, walks out with our dogs. So don't skimp on time together, okay? Um, uh, the author says, giving each other the gift of what Harley calls recreational companionship benefits both giver and receiver by combining two important human needs, the need to have fun and the need to have a companion. And Harley recommends spending most, if not all, of your recreational time with your significant other. I'm going to say, going back to gift number three, if you need time separate away from your partner, take it. Be respectful in how you ask for it, um, but it allows you to bring fresh, a fresh perspective in there. So while I absolutely agree with Dr. Harley, spend a lot of your time doing the things you love with your significant other. Spend some time doing those things you love, you know, with other people, other friends, or by yourself. The author says, though, stumped about what to do together, try to jumpstart your imagination and recreation. So Dr. Harley developed the recreational enjoyment inventory at www.marriagebuilders.com. It's an extensive list of activities, including archery, astronomy, cribbage, croquet, gardening, and more. Each partner ranks each activity based on a level of interest. And when both people give an activity a high score, it's one worth trying. 
And I would agree with that because you're going to learn a lot about your partner too in just taking that quiz. All right. So gift number four, don't skimp on time together. It's one of those love languages, quality time. Gift number five, crack down on criticism. I mean, come on, let's face it. Nobody likes harsh words, right? Even when you may think they're justified, it's not good for the relationship. Uh, that is a gift that will keep on giving, but not in a way that will increase the emotional and physical intimacy, even the spiritual intimacy and trust in your relationship. So gift number five, crack down on criticism. The author says, nothing can sink a relationship faster than unrelenting negativity, says marriage researcher John Gottman, PhD, author of the classic book, The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. And I'll tell you, I've as a psychologist in private practice for many, many years, that's worked with thousands of couples over my career. I will tell you, those seven principles are absolutely worth, worth understanding and practicing. The author says, in his research at the University of Washington's Love Lab, Dr. Gottman found that successful relationships have a five-to-one ratio of positive interactions, that's compliments, loving glances, offers to help out, um, those kind of things to negative gestures such as criticism and nagging. So again, five to one ratio, couples that report the most satisfaction and the most positive feelings have a five to one ratio of positive interactions to negative interactions. And as we noticed earlier in the article, it's a lot easier to let go of those grievances when we're feeling loved, whether it's words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, gifts, um, physical touch. So really focus on making deposits to your love bank, as it's sometimes referred to. Keep in mind this ratio, five to one, five positive experiences to every um, one negative experience. And, and you're going to find that even within the course of your relationship, even within the course of a, you know, a couple days to a week, that there's going to be a dramatic increase in how you feel about the other person and how you feel about yourself. Certainly, we always feel better about ourselves when we're engaging in positive interactions, but you're also going to notice a change in the emotional resonance of your relationship. So stick around. When we come back, we're going to be talking more about gift number five, cracking down on criticism. We'll be right back. A complete solution for your joint pain is here and without surgery. The Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness's clinically proven treatments repair and regenerate damage, restoring normal function, even walk out the same day. It's the only treatment center in Illinois offering a one-year guarantee for this procedure. Trust the thousands of patients who got their life back. Call us today or visit thecifhw.com. Do you or a loved one suffer from depression and medications just aren't working? or the debilitating side effects associated with most antidepressants make them impossible to take, we can help. At the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness, we offer transcranial magnetic stimulation, or TMS. TMS is a safe and effective, drug-free treatment option that can dramatically improve your quality of life. In fact, the majority of our clients experience a significant improvement in mood, with many achieving complete remission. TMS uses MRI technology gently stimulate areas of the brain that are underactive in people suffering from depression. TMS is FDA approved for the treatment of depression and has also been shown to be effective in treating other mood disorders like OCD, PTSD, and anxiety. TMS therapy is covered by most insurance companies, including Medicare. If medications aren't working for you now, 
Chances are they never will. Let us help. Call the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness at 630-980-1400 for an immediate consultation. That's 630-980-1400. Or visit us online at thecifhw.com. Welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-New. As you know, I'm a double board certified integrative and interventional clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialization in functional health and wellness. I'm also a certified wellness instructor, best-selling author and speaker, and the director for the Center for Integrative and Functional Health and Wellness. If there's anything we can do to help you improve the quality of your relationship, whether it be the relationship with yourself, the relationship with your significant other, please give us a call. We've got some great psychologists and coaches uh, coaches on our team here, 630-980-1400. So we're talking about gifts that keep giving. And in a great article written by author Elizabeth Foy Larson, she talks about gifts that you can give your partner, but honestly, gifts you can give yourself too, that will help build emotional, physical, and sexual intimacy. Gift number one is understanding your partner's love language. Learn your partner's love language. Check out the book, The Five Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. If you uh, don't want to read it, but you want the short, short, check out a Google summary and take the quiz. Just type in five love languages quiz. Just, just Google that stuff. Gift number two, pursue passion, right? All too often, once we pass that honeymoon phase and we settle into that companionate phase, we tend to neglect the importance of nurturing the relationships physically. Make it a point, make an appointment even if you need to, but make it a point to pursue passion in your relationship. Gift number three, allow space for solitude. If your partner needs time on their own, give them that time and space. Okay. Number four, don't skimp on time together. Make it a point to spend a lot of time together doing things that fuel your soul doing things that make you laugh, doing things that you enjoy. It's time together. It's quality time. Gift number five, crack down on criticism. As we said, there's nothing, you know, that's more likely to kill a relationship, physical as well as emotional intimacy, you know, so much as negativity. So research has found a five to one ratio of positive interactions to negative interactions that really position you to have a great relationship. The author says, whether you nag or simply turn your back when your partner's talking, these negative gestures erode your sense of togetherness. And researchers have even found that eye rolling after a spouse's comment can be a strong predictor for divorce. To bring your interaction ratio in line with Dr. Gottman's recommendations of five to one, try to become more aware of how often you're criticizing your partner. One way to do this is to create some kind of lighthearted stopgap when you notice critical commentary. Put a coin in a jar or create a silly code word to use when catching yourself or your partner in the act. Then try consciously focusing on each other's strengths instead. Criticism will be naturally tamped down and that will give each of you more opportunities to feel successful, appreciated, and loved. Again, it's those words of affirmation, those words of admiration. The author says accentuating the positive in your relationship doesn't mean you should ignore tough issues. It's just that you need to do it in an environment that's fortified with positive feelings and exchanges. There's a big difference between asking for change and criticizing, says psychologist Noel Nelson. If you want, if what you want is more participation with the kids or the house, that's fine. But you need to start out from the perspective that you respect your partner and his or her way of doing things is just as valid as yours. Again, 
be complimentary, ask, be respectful. So gift number five, crack down on criticism, focus on creating that ratio of five positive interactions to every one negative interaction. You'll have a lot more resilience with which to deal with the tough issues. And then finally, gift number six, actively listen to your partner. The author says, during the courtship and honeymoon phase, it's easy to hang on your lover's every word. Quote, being listened to in childhood develops our sense of self and is how we know we're important and is the same for adults. That truth still holds true for adults, says psychologist Jan Hoisted, author of Romance Rehab, 10 Steps to Rescue Your Relationship. Unfortunately, when couples are together for a long time, it's common to become less attentive. But with a little practice, you can renew your capacity for rapt listening. I'm just going to say here, one of the most respectful things you can do when your partner's talking to you, put your phone down. Close your phone, close out the app, or if you need a minute to finish what you're doing, just say, you know, sweetheart, can you give me just a moment while I wrap this up? Because I want to pay close attention to what you're saying. Okay. The author goes on to say, unfortunately, when couples are together, again, for a long time, it becomes you know, harder to be more attentive. So Hoisted suggests taking turns actively talking and listening at least four times a week for 20 to 30 minutes and alternate which of you goes first and talk about something important to you, excluding well-traveled topics and hot button issues as much as possible. You know, one of the things I'm going to share with you that we do in, in my relationship and my marriage is we spend time every morning just connecting. You know, like many couples, we've got a ritual of having coffee in the morning, but we'll just sit down, put our phones aside. And we'll just connect, you know, we'll ask each other, you know, how'd you sleep? You know, you know, did you have any dreams? You know, uh, what's your day look like? How you doing? And we'll just spend time actively talking and connecting. It's a very quiet, but very precious time for us. And it helps us connect, you know, and it's, I'll tell you, it's a great way to fortify yourself emotionally to get your day started on a really good loving foot. But getting back to the article, the author says, be honest. Don't just focus on what's bringing you down. Hoisted recommends sharing personal successes and things you find exciting, rewarding, and worth celebrating. And then, when it's your partner's turn, actively listening to what they say without interrupting. And what's most important, Hoisted says, is to listen with a readiness to give and take. When we're generous with others, it creates such nice feelings, she says. And then the other person naturally starts giving back. And this is something that I'm going to encourage you to start doing in all of your relationships. Be an active listener. Pause. Listen to what your partner or the other person is saying. Don't interrupt. Let them know that you've actively listened by giving thoughtful comments in return. It's one of the best ways to create great relationships for life is to be a good listener. So give number six, actively listen to your partner. You can do it at the beginning of the day, maybe check in midday. Certainly, I would recommend you do it at the end of your day while you're wrapping things up. Just set the stage for a really good evening and a really good night's sleep. So last but not least, the author talks about relationship building resources. So for excellent relationship insight and advice, check out these resources. First of all, the Gottman Relationship Quiz. So take a quiz on how well you know your partner. If the answer isn't what you hoped, you can find books and exercises to help you get back on track at www.gottman.com. It's G-O-T-T-M-A-N.com forward slash how well do you know your partner? Okay. Second resource, love language quiz. Okay. Learn to identify your love language with this quiz developed by Dr. Gary Chapman, author of the five love languages. And don't be afraid to ask your partner to take it too. It's www.gottman.com 
five, meaning the number five, fivelovelanguages.com forward slash quizzes. I'm actually going to encourage you to read a book. It's a very easy read. And uh, when I first learned about it, I read it with my husband. I was married at the time. And uh, it was pretty enlightening. We both learned so much. And it was actually fun to start putting those love languages into place. And I've done that, you know, uh, since, you know, with, with, with my wife. Learn those love languages. The next resource is called, you know, Where Should We Begin uh, with Esther Pearl. If you find it helpful to hear other couples work things out, this podcast lets you listen on and benefit from Real Couples in Session with renowned psychotherapist Esther Pearl. Um, identif- uh, identities are hidden, of course. So uh, where should we begin? The Esther Pearl podcast. And, uh, you know, another resource is called The Leading Edge in Emotionally Focused Therapy or EFT, Emotionally Focused Therapy. EFT has been a boon for many couples seeking to reconnect. And this podcast shares insights from two leading therapists in the field, James Hawkins, PhD, and Ryan Reyna, PhD. Okay, so again, relationship building resources, the Gottman Relationship Quiz at Gottman.com forward, how well do you know your partner? The Love Language Quiz at fivelovelanguages.com. Where Should We Begin podcast with Esther Pearl, and then the Leading Edge in Emotionally Focused Therapy. Okay. So I hope this show has been a gift to you. I know your, your appreciation for the show, your loyalty in listening to the show is certainly a gift to me. I, I consider it an honor and a privilege, but I want to encourage you to start treating yourself and your, your partner you know, uh, as though it's an honor and a privilege to be in a relationship uh, with him or her as well and start practicing these gifts. Just to recap, know your love language of your partner and yourself, pursue passion, allow space for solitude, don't skimp on time together, crack down on criticism, and actively listen to your partner. Hey, thanks for tuning in here. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. We'll talk to you soon on Mind Over Matters. Bye-bye.